Welcome to the Hit Parade Podcast. Come join the nation's award-winning number one repack brand and our host, Joe K, Patrick Mancuso, and Tom Hughes as we discuss all the happenings in the world of sports entertainment and we speculate on where things are going in the industry. Follow along for some hot takes and cool products that you're going to want to hear about. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Hit Parade Podcast. Um, got a little uh, special edition here for you guys. Um, obviously, it's mock- it's a uh, fantasy football season. Most people should be having... Multiple drafts because you should be doing as many leagues as possible. Uh, so we did a little little mock draft thing here in the office, and um, well, we're gonna talk about picks, uh, players we like, see like how things worked out. Uh, Tom, why don't you talk real quick about like what we were trying to do here, what the rosters were, how many rounds we did, et cetera, et cetera. So we didn't want to bore you with taking our you know twelfth wide receiver and our bench player. So we just did an eight round draft, uh, basically starting lineup, no kicker, no defense. So. One quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, one tight end, and one flex player. Um, so basically just the, the bread and butter of, of your fantasy team, your starters. Um, just kind of see see how people draft, see how things fall. Obviously be a little bit different because in some of these leagues you have people that wait super long for certain positions. Mm-hmm. So you might have a couple guys that get drafted here that might not in your in your 18 or 8-round uh, league here. But it'll be good. It's uh, It's interesting. I thought, for the most part, everyone did a pretty good job. There was nobody that I thought dropped the ball and missed the assignment, so it, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, for sure. Um, we did 12 teams. Um, I don't know if you guys will be able to see the full teams afterwards. Maybe we can we'll, put up a... Yeah, we put it on the Instagram for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we randomized the draft order, et cetera. Um, and I the got other... last. Somehow got last. <laughs> yes, you did. It was perfect. I got first, and that was not great either, but it's fine. Uh there's another person here. Forgot about that part. Hi, Sam. Hello. How are you doing? Sam's been here before. Um, he's hopefully going to do a better job this time. <laughs> oh, I thought I did a fine job the first time. Well, you did. That's cool. But anyway, um, <laughs> Sam, Sam's here. Uh, he's going to help out. Uh, he also drafted with us. Um, that way he gets another point of view on how you approach your fantasy draft, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it, it is funny that when we did the randomization that we have picks 1, 2, 3, and 12 in here. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Well, historically, aren't those the best positions anyway to, like, they yield the most championships based on, like, weird math? So I have no idea. I'm sure that there are uh, analytics out there telling you what draft position wins the most fantasy football championships. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it also depends on the, maybe, how you pick. I know, but maybe I should look that up next time because I have a couple leagues where you can pick your, your place depending on how you finished the year before. I probably should uh, do some research on that. So. Uh, so, Patrick, when you go into your fantasy draft, do you have a set, like, how do you approach it? Do you just go by the seat of your pants? Do you do a bunch of research? Like, kind what is of, your way to do it? It's a little bit of a mix. I'll, I'll go by seat of my pants. I'll go by feel. I feel as if I've watched enough football in my life that I can make an educated guess on certain players, maybe. But I will do a research. I'll, I'll have, like, I'll have a list of players in each of their positions, and as people are being taken, I'll mark them and then have guys who I think about who I'll be willing to take as my pick approaches. But mostly it's it's based off of feel and my love for the game in my entire life. <laughs> my love of the game. <laughs> Sam, what's your approach to fantasy drafts? Well, I used to write down who I thought I was going to get at every pick. Try to set it that way, <laughs> but lately, like the rest of my life, I've just been winging it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's actually very fair. Um, that's pretty much how I do it too. I'll end up. I, I have guys I like, of course, and whatever. But you can never predict a draft. Like what Sam said. Oh, I'm gonna. I think I'll get this guy in this round. Exactly. It's not gonna happen because there's always gonna be somebody out there who is. 
Someone's gonna drop. Dumb. Someone's gonna no, make a no, bad take. just the people. It's not even the players so much. It's just people do weird things. They yeah. high, overvalue people that you think are gonna be that good, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, you can't be like, I'm definitely getting this guy, and all of a sudden he goes like two rounds higher than you expected. And well, if you're just a quarterback in the first round, yes, there's that. So it takes a kicker early, yeah. you know, something dumb. So, uh, for me, it's always just like based off of feel how I'm feeling at the moment, what guys I like are around. Plus side, I also, I also tend to not do redrafts like this anymore. I know we're doing a snake draft here. If you do a snake draft, just get out of fantasy football. Auction drafts are the way to go 100%. That's where the real men play fantasy football because you can get whoever you want, and then it's like you versus all your opponents, not people are basically making the decisions for you. Needless to say, we did a snake draft for this. Tom, what do you do when you're approaching your drafts? You've done about 100 million of them. Yeah, I, so I, I know you're in the same boat I am. I'm in... 13 leagues. I actually dropped so down. I was in 15, and I actually dropped down to 13 this year. too many. Sounds low. It's just uh, yeah. too many. So, I am, uh, I, I'll create my own custom rankings. I'll kind of read a bunch of rankings, make my own rankings, and then just kind of tier it. Um, it To me, that's the big thing, is, is tiers. When you say, hey, there's six running backs left in this tier. There's only two wide receivers. You know what? Maybe I'm going to go wide receiver here and hope somebody in that tier for me for running backs fall to the next pick. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the way I approach things, and um, but it's it's like you said every draft's different. Um, like you said, you go into guy, you know, you like a guy that you think is a sleeper, and then somebody likes that guy way more than you and takes them two rounds before you thought they were going to go. Yeah. So you just kind of have to be able to adjust on the fly, and you can't let one bad pick or one person sniping your guy. Derail your draft because I've seen that way too it's many times. It's a beautiful times. thing to see. Way just watching many. other people just, just lose their minds. Complete their the complete thought process of how the draft is going to go. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> they like just crumble. Sam, I've seen guys like like Sam said, we kind of had an idea like, hey, I'm going to go wide receiver, running back, and then I'm going to go running back, running back. Or I'm going to go wide receiver, wide receiver, yeah. and then go get this running back in the third round or fourth round, and all of a sudden that guy goes, and then you just see them completely spiral out of control. And we're back. Uh, sorry about that weird cut that you're going to hear. We just have people in the office who are being really loud for some reason, so that was really exciting. So we're going to get right back on track. Tom, you were saying about getting sniped by your running backs and stuff? Yeah, or, you know, you have a guy lined up. I, I remember a draft, um, my good buddy, Mr. Chris Cole, that some people here know, um, he was kind enough to host the draft, and he was kind of grilling while the draft was going on. And uh, he was waiting on quarterback, and all of a sudden, when he was outside grilling, a run of quarterbacks went before he took a starting quarterback. And then he went, um, we call it a coalplosion. And he took, <laughs> this is all, we're going to date myself here, and he took Eddie Kennison yeah. as his wide receiver. Oh so to this day, in every he draft. win that league. No, every, to this, every draft. So we do this draft basically Thursday night opening game. We draft right before it, and then we stay and watch the game. Um, there is always many Eddie Kennison comments made. Do you, of course, <laughs> did you guys buy him an Eddie Kennison jersey? Yeah, I don't know anyone. I mean, that that could be a birthday gift. Now it's a good should, idea. You got a you got a couple weeks. You could probably get it in and uh, deliver it. DHK. DHK. No, I'm sure there's an autographed Eddie Kennison jersey out there for fourteen dollars. <laughs> fourteen might be a little high shipping. So the, the, <laughs> so the best part of it actually was he took Eddie Kennison because the year before I had Eddie Kennison, like I like four guys heard I started Eddie Kennison and he needed like 70 yards and a touchdown to beat him in the first round of the playoffs. And Eddie Kennison ran this route down the field and it was like snowing out. 
and caught an 80-yard touchdown where no one was within 20 yards of oh him and scored. So that's where the Eddie Kenson actually started. That's all. So for players that you're willing to draft, are there players out there that you won't draft because they have burned you in the past? Oh, the spite oh, non-drafts. <laughs> Sam, who's your favorite person to hate on? I mean, is this even a question? Yes, it is. Lamar I, Jackson. Why <laughs> Lamar Jackson? You know, don't you have a Lamar Jackson jersey, Sam? Well, that's... Neither here nor there. Speak to the camera. No, 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 no. It's here. It's, huh? it's here. It's, it's not. That's because of a lost bet. Not because I want. I like the guy. Sam will wear an Lamar Jackson jersey every week this year. Not yet. About it. Not yet. Still He's a chance. The starter. There's Stop still it. a chance. <laughs> Tyler Huntley's stock is rising. <laughs> I love it. So, who else do you avoid? Who do you tend to avoid? You got anybody? I, I have a short memory for the most part. That's how I feel too. Uh, not me. But there's but dynasty leagues. So not like drafts, but dynasty. There'll be guys that I just get fed up with. Um, Kyler Murray was my guy this year, and I've just kind of di- divested from Kyler Murray. Um, and yeah, you, everybody else, the Cardinals, believe me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, every year is so different. You know, most of the time it's it's injuries that derail a guy. So if they've just stunk, then they're usually not drafted them anyways because they've fallen down the draft board. Yeah. That's fair. Um, hmm. I think that's about it in terms of, like, draft strategies and stuff. I think we'll talk about a little bit more is what we were thinking as we go through our picks here. Uh, so maybe we should just get into it. Yeah, let's let's talk do, the first round. Do, 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 well, do, let's do. let's go through the first two rounds and then we'll then we'll talk picks after that. Yeah, we'll see what people are thinking. Um, so I was first on the clock, obviously. And my, when I draft, I want to take people that will obviously be consistent. I mean, you can't exactly win your draft in the first round, like they say, but you can definitely lose it. Yeah. Um, I took Justin Jefferson. That's why I'm wearing the jersey, just because it's fun. Uh, I took him because, well, he's great at everything. He's obviously been one of the best fantasy players for a long time. And for me, I I just want, like, especially since we had to start three wide receivers here, give me the top flight wide receiver. I'll figure out running back later. That was my thought going on there. Plus, I like to draft players that I like and that I'll have more fun with. So whenever it's like you're between two players, you're like, might as well take the guy you like. Because if you have, if you take the player you don't like, and the guy you like does better, you're going to be furious. Oh, yeah. But if you're still sticking with, like, the guy you enjoy, even if he doesn't do as well as the other one, you're still like, ah, I picked the guy I like, so mm-hmm. it's fine. So you can justify it, and you're not, you know, <laughs> ripping your hair out over that pick. So it was pretty easy for me. It's pretty easy for a lot of people out there. I took Justin Jefferson first. Um, that was that was cake. There's not much more to talk about. I think it explains itself. Oh, 100%. So it's fine. And that might have made Sam's decision easy for him, because oh, you yeah. picked two, right? Well, it was one of those two. And Is said, that what you were going to do? I went McCaffrey, because uh, I, I love McCaffrey. He's one of those guys, he said, like, a guy you like. I love McCaffrey. Yeah, I know people are saying that, well, he did worse with Elijah Mitchell on the field in the game, whatever. I don't think that matters, because last year McCaffrey was traded in the middle of the season, and mm-hmm. he's got a, now he's got a whole training camp, a whole preseason. I think he's going to be just fine with the, uh, San Fran, and I think he'll put up running back one numbers for sure. Look at that. And then I think we made Tom's choice easy, too, by taking our two, right? Yeah, I, th- I think three is a great place to be in a 12-team league if you're doing a, a snake draft. So if those two guys are, you know, the guy gone, um, Jamar Chase was an easy choice for me. Um, I know there's white people have concerns about Burrow. I, I don't have those concerns. I think Jamar Chase is going to put up stats no matter who's throwing him the ball. Mm-hmm. He's just that good. And uh, I was very happy to to get three and be able to take him. All right. So then at number four, uh, one of the guys in the office, Sandstrom, he took Travis Kelsey, tight end, obviously. Um, I understand the theory behind it. I mean, Kelsey's been the best tight end for forever. He's basically, you know, 
that's basically his wide receiver one, theoretically. Um, Kansas City's awesome. They didn't exactly get any superstars at wide receiver, so he gets all of the bulk of that high-volume fucking passing offense. Patrick, how would you like this pick? I thought it was a little bit of a reach at the time. Okay. I don't feel comfortable taking the tight end like that high, but I guess if you're going to take a tight end that high, it's going to be him. Right, of course. Um, I prefer to go with like more of a wide receiver in uh, my first picks, uh, just someone who like the game is leaning towards now. So you get more of a, you know. But like like we said, Travis Kelsey is basically a wide receiver anyway. Mm-hmm. So I guess it works out fine. It's just not, not my shtiz, I guess. Yeah, I think it's a hair early for yeah. me. But if you're talking about the biggest gap from one player to the next player, I think the biggest gap is Kelsey to whoever you think wide Andrews. Andrews, whoever you think tight end two is. So yeah. I, I don't mind the pick. All right, that's fair. Sam, do you have any concerns about Travis Kelsey's age and that he's done it for too long and it might be closer to the end than we realize? Um, not really. No, I mean he's put up numbers every year, especially he got Mahomes now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's basically a wide receiver, like you guys said, and he's almost guaranteed points. He never he never has a dull week. Some of those other guys have had dull weeks. But, I mean, I don't see Kelsey dropping, like, a five-point weekend or anything. Fair enough. All right, moving on. With pick five, Tyler takes Austin Eckler. Tom, how do you feel about the pick? I like Eckler a lot. He obviously – we did a um, half-point PPR, so he is – or, excuse me, a PPR league. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, So he catches a ton of passes. And I think another guy that long as he's playing has has a really good floor every week. And that offense is still going to be good. They're going to score a lot of points. He's going to have a lot of opportunities to score TDs. Okay. Fair enough. Um, All right. So then Ethan, Nick, and Jeff all went wide receiver. We got A.J. Brown, Tyreek Hill, and Cooper Cup. Pat, I want you to rank those three receivers (laughs) in in terms of who you would have taken. Who I would have taken? Yeah. I probably would have gone, uh, starting at the bottom, probably A.J. Brown. Yeah. um, Then Tyreek Hill, and then Cooper Cup. Okay, so you would have gone in the same order or the reverse order? Reverse. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. What about you? So I would probably also go Cup Hill, then Brown. But this is one of those things where I really like A.J. Brown. Mm -hmm. So I might have taken A.J. Brown because I like him better than the other two. Right. That's that's kind of how I felt, too. I I probably would have taken A.J. Brown as well. Um, I like Tyreek Hill, but you have concerns about... Tua, of course, and if his head's going to stay attached to his body. And Cooper Cup, who's fantastic. I know he's coming off the injury, mm-hmm. but he's still going to be the focus of that offense. And the Rams, I don't like I said, I don't think the Rams are trying to win, so that gives me some pause. But because of that, they're going to be throwing more, and when they throw, they're going to be throwing to Cup. So that's that. Dave was up next, and he took Nick Chubb. Sam, how do you feel about the Nick Chubb selection? Um, I think I would have gone with Bijan, honestly. Yeah, just cause, okay. Just because the upside's there. But, I mean, Nick Chubb's obviously a solid running back. He always puts up points. Yeah. I mean, that, that Browns office kind of scares me because they could be a little wishy-washy, but I still think it's a solid pick. What about you? Um, I would go Chubb. Um, me too. The, the guy has been one of the top five running backs for the last four or five years. You talk about consistency, you know what you're going to get with him. Yeah. Um, I do have some concerns with Bijan, with with Ritter, what, the, what defenses do to take away Bijan. Um, I know they have Pitts and Drake London there, so it's not like they don't have other weapons, but I do think teams might not be worried about Ritter. And let's not forget, Tyler Algier last year was a 1,000-yard back uh, Mm -hmm. as a rookie, so I do think he's still going to be involved in the offense. 
That's fair. And and Chubb, they don't have uh, Cream Hunt anymore, so he's the guy. Yep. I believe that, especially. Oh, I forgot about that. That's right. right. And, you know, when Cleveland is playing their November, December games at home and it's freezing and snowy out, they're just going to keep giving it to Nick yeah, Chubb. Yeah. That's where he usually just, all of a sudden you blink Base and he's got spread. 117 yards in the first half because he broke one. And that's just how they're going to do it. They're going to wear you down. I don't think they're going to throw as much. Granted, Bijan plays, you know, in the in uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, so he'll always have nice weather. But like you said, Cleveland should theoretically be a better team. Uh, I think that that terrible weather kind of helps him too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's a big guy to tackle. So when Nick Chubb, like it, like you say in the colder games, yeah. it's a little tough to tackle him. So he can break one any time. Where if you're consistently in the same climate, that's nice. Like you're going to have a little bit tougher time of breaking. Plus, if you see his TikToks. He's just like squatting like a thousand pounds and just he's, looking like an absolute. Ba- he's just like, an absolute animal. So I mean, a lot, he's going to get a lot of work this for sure. Mm-hmm. And then so Garrett took Bijan next. So I mean, like I said. I see either way. That's fine. Uh, Mike, our noted homer. <laughs> but but it's not a bad pick. No, he it isn't. Stephon, he took Stefan Diggs, wide receiver out of the, off the I like it. Diggs is awesome. He's always putting up numbers um, regardless of if people think he's mad or whatever. He's, he balls out. He's been doing it his entire career. So nothing wrong with that pick. Um, were you hoping he fell to you? Yeah. Is that I'm what you were is Probably, that yeah. That kind of just – I was hoping for Diggs, but that is what it is. I went with Devontae Adams uh, because just consistency throughout his, like you said, since he's been in the league, he's just been able to find ways to get points. And I think he's just a consistent go-getter. And when they're going to score, I think they're going to lean towards him. You don't have any fear of Jimmy G instead of I do. I do. But at the time, I mean, there's, I mean, it, it was either him, I guess, or like a CD lamb. And it's either Dak or Jimmy, so I mean it's kind of like a coin toss in my opinion. In he, that, hmm, yeah, that's yeah. a bold take. Yeah, and, and just you think quick. it's a coin toss between Jimmy Garoppolo? I'm not, and Dak so Dak so I I've been burned by Dak in the past. Ah, so, so going I, back to that, yes. So I will never. I I, don't, I tend to go away from the Cowboys. Who would you yeah. have taken? I don't think you. I don't think you would have taken Adams here. Uh, I would not, but I do. You know, like you said, you can lose your draft in the first round. You're not losing it with taking Devontae Adams. He is Fair. very consistent He's putting up stats. Pick. And then my my next pick is Derek Henry because I needed a number one running back mm-hmm. and talk about Mister Consistency. I mean, they just feed him the ball. Anybody who goes to if you're a wide receiver in Tennessee, it's not the best look because they just give him the ball all the time. That's fair. So I was just looking for someone who is going to garner points and just be fed on a consistent basis. And they yeah. definitely feed him. Yeah. So I think if I was at twelve, I would have went Barkley and Henry. Um, Interesting. In, okay. in a redraft, I think if you tell me you're getting wide, uh, running back five, six, four, five, depending on how your ranks are, um, and then I can go find receivers later. Yeah. I would I would have done that there. I value receivers just a little bit more in that, just because the way like the 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 style of play is going. That's the only reason why I, I, I yeah I usually go mm-hmm. with wide yeah. receiver heavy. So my, my only thing is that if I'm picking there, I'm thinking that when it comes back to me, I'm probably not going to like the running backs there. And if you look at it the way it went, so you would have so you end up taking Christian Watson, Cooper, DJ Moore, McLaurin. Like I feel like that group of receivers, I, I like that group better than the, the group of running backs that were left when it got to you. Right. Fair enough. Sam, pretend you were picking right now at 12 at the turn. Who would you have taken? I think I would have done the same thing Pat did. I think I would have done Adams and Henry. Interesting. Henry, I, mean, I don't know what people are saying. He's going to have a down year, but they've been saying that the past couple of years. 
I still think he's going to be dominant. I still think he's going to be great. And, yeah, Devontae Adams has Jimmy Garoppolo as his quarterback, but he's Devontae Adams. So, mm-hmm. I mean, at 12, I love the value. So, I'm, 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 I'm with it. Would, would you have taken your boy Garrett? I would have taken CeeDee Lamb and Garrett Wilson. Hundred percent. Really? Yeah. I would have taken them both. Give me two. Give me one receiver that I already know is can be a top five receiver, like Lamb was last year, I believe. Even with Dak and all that other jazz going on, mm-hmm. um, Dallas's offense still pretty good. I get Adams. I love Devontae Adams. He's won me multiple championships over the years, but I don't like the Jimmy G thing. Give me more of a sure thing with with Lamb and Garrett Wilson's just a guy I love. I mean, I like yeah. Ohio State. Yeah. And he won me some championships last year alone. And that was with Zach Wilson. Now you're getting Aaron Rodgers who, again, he's not going to be the Aaron Rodgers who made Devontae Adams like that. Right, but right. he's still, he has so much potential that's through the roof. All of a sudden I have two potential top five wide receivers if everything goes right. And I feel great about it. So that's what I would have done. Mm-hmm. And I would have just tried to figure out running back later. But I understand why you did what you did. No big deal. So swinging back the other way, Mike, who already had Stefan Diggs, took Saquon Barkley. Um, no real complaints, right? Like just yeah. Solid. So to me, like if you told me at eleven, you're walking away with those two guys. I would have like feeling good. I probably would have drafted it the other way though. I probably would have drafted Barkley, and then expected to get Diggs back. Um, I mean, I I'm, I'm, I'm also right I'm also a big CD Lamb guy. Um, so I think that if I got Barkley there, then I'm like I'm gonna get one of Adams, Wilson, Lamb back mm-hmm. to me um so i think that's the way i would have went okay garrett went next he took garrett wilson uh, we just talked about him for a second so Bijan and garrett wilson's a pretty good start young guys though but mm-hmm. both yeah. guys with the ceiling is through the roof for both of them so imagine if they both hit their ceilings he's he's doing fantastic will they well not always happens with the younger guys yeah but Whatever, you're just hoping for the best. That's what fantasy football is, getting lucky. And if you get the right amount of luck there, you're feeling A-OK. Uh, so Dave was up again. He, he had taken Nick Chubb earlier, and he went with the uh, – I call it the old-school way of drafting where he took two running backs off the board right away. Um, we kind of t- spoke on it earlier. The league's going towards wide receivers. They have been for a while now, and running backs become a dime a dozen, uh, unfortunately. Do you feel like this is still a smart method of drafting? Because this is the way we did it, you know, from, what, 1980 till, yeah. what, 2012, 2014, yeah. maybe, something like that? A little bit before that, yeah. Everybody just went running back, running back. But I don't – I, I, I personally think it's a safe way. You safe way safe? to draft. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't, so I don't think it's safe. <laughs> but I do think that as it's become a passing lane, everyone goes to wide receivers, it has made more receivers relevant. And there's less running backs that are sure things. So I do understand that, hey, I know that in the seventh, eighth round, I can get a wide receiver that's going to put up points. And once you get past the first, you know, handful of running backs, it gets thin quick. Um, and in this scenario where, you know, where you can't necessarily draft five running backs late, say I'm going to draft five guys and two, hopefully two of these guys hit. I, I understand the, the reasoning there. There's a, there's a much bigger drop off in running back than there is in wide receiver. You can of course, get, you can get a solid wide receiver in round four or five. You're not going to get a starting, well, a good starting back in round four or five. I feel like in today's NFL, though, wide receivers have more potential and higher ceilings. So if you get just two of your guys to go, even if you have a good running back day, it's still not going to touch a good wide receiver day. I get it. Don't get me wrong. And Tony Pollard is great. I think he's going to be an awesome running back this year. Yeah, just like um, I would draft him in as many leagues as I can because I think. You know, 
he's going to catch the ball that obviously yeah. he, he that's what he's done in the past where even as the backup to Zeke, he was still a useful top 10 running back at times when everything's clicking. So I think it's going to be huge years, like nothing wrong with it. I was just curious what your guys thought yeah. was of taking that. And, and because of that, we'll see after we get through, you know, the second round here, we'll see how the team shakes out the rest of the way. And you can determine for yourself if you like how it went the rest of the way. Yeah. I, I think the next pick is going to be the, the most controversial pick. Uh, in any draft right now, it and is. That's Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, who knows what's going on with that situation? He's obviously still dealing with an injury. He has asked for a trade. The team said he could make a trade uh, if he finds one. Um, it's a mess. And this is the guy that went first overall in redrafts last year. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a reach here where he was taken in the second round because of all the uncertainties. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's pretty much the ultimate boomer bust. You get the top fantasy player from two years ago. If he gets traded and he goes to a Miami or whatever he go, could possibly end up in, he could pop right off and all of a sudden you wish you could have been taking him, you know, fifth overall or Absolutely. something like that. But at the same time, if all of a sudden he keeps fighting with the Colts and he gets put on the, the pup list and all of a sudden he has to miss four games and all this other drama could happen, ah. Eh, I'm personally staying away. Like I'm not taking. Would you Would you rather take Elvin Kamara or Jonathan Taylor? Elvin Kamara. Not at that spot. Don't get me wrong. No, 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 no. Not not at that spot, but like just in general. No. Would you take Would you take the for sure three game miss, or would you take the potential four game? Or yeah, who knows what it could be? Could be entire season, right? Or entire season. Kamara misses three games, but then he comes back and potentially could do Kamara things, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Jonathan Taylor, I don't even know where his headspace is at. But now he's doing the thing like where he's looking for his own trade. And by the time people listen to this, we, we recorded this a week in advance. So he might've found a trade by the time we're, we're talking about this and this is irrelevant, but right now he's doing the thing like, like the Ravens did with Lamar. Mm-hmm. All right, go talk to other teams. If you think we're not, you know, if you think we're being jerks about what we're offering you, go see what everybody else thinks. Maybe we're wrong. That's yeah. different with quarterback though. What? Quarterback. What, what I get it, but it's the same, it's the same principle of, Hey, we should be getting paid X. And it's going to be like, we don't want to pay you that. Cause yeah. this is only his third year. Correct. Something like that. Yeah. He, he can't even get a contract this year. He's 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 playing the game for a contract for next year. Mm-hmm. It's not even like he's holding out because he can get paid this year. Well, he can get an extension. That would no, after, not after year three. This is this is his third year. Okay, but correct? Am I am I wrong with that? I think you're right. Twenty twenty. Then it wouldn't. It shouldn't be such of an issue. But it doesn't matter. Irrelevant. So I, I could be wrong with that. Maybe I'm. We'll move on. I'll try. Well, Either this way. is his fourth year. Maybe he can't get an extension this year. I think maybe yeah, I'm, I'm he was wrong. Rookie yeah. in 2020. Yeah, I'm wrong. So right, all right. That's why it makes more sense. All right, yeah. That's why. Why else would they be arguing about it right now? So that happened. Nick. Nick was up next. He took CD Lamb. Uh, kind of fell a little bit, honestly, if you ask me. So that gives Nick uh, Tyreek Hill and CD Lamb, which I, like I think is start. a fantastic start. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm sure because he's Nick and he's not good at fantasy sports, he's going to. He didn't intend on this. <laughs> what? Yeah. He didn't intend to pick those mean picks. It. No, it's fine. I'm he probably meant to pick the person below him. And Ethan was up next, and he already had A.J. Brown, and he took Patrick Mahomes. Too early? I don't. I, so I don't have an issue with taking like a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen early because they get points. They put That's points right. on the boards. And sometimes they put more points on the boards the board than – I mean, they do because the offense runs through them. So if you've got one of those top-tier guys – like these two, I have no problem when you pick them. Okay. At all. I know a lot of people are like, it's too early to take a quarterback. And I think in today's day and age of drafting, uh, I don't think, I don't think that's 
How do you guys feel about that? Um, I don't hate the pick. I mean, obviously you're going to get a solid 25, 30 points with Mahomes and Josh every week. Mm-hmm. But I think you can get like a solid 20 points a week in round like eight. So mm-hmm. I think it's much better to just wait on quarterback. Obviously, you can still get a guaranteed But thing. why wait? Well, why just, wait on that player all the way to round eight? So why am I going to have to wait? So I, That's minuscule difference, like I, 10 points a week. I will tell you that I was very happy with what what I was able to get at two because two quarterbacks went before I picked. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So well, no, absolutely. But I'm saying that they're getting for sure points. So like each week they see those as that's a thirty point week or sometimes a fifty point week, and then of those taking it in the second round doesn't really it doesn't matter. And you'd be we'll, like, oh, we'll, you took him too early, but he's putting up fifty points a week. The way I think of it is that. The drop off from quarterback is not nearly as much as the drop off from running back and wide receiver. No, I agree. Would you, would you rather have Josh Allen and Mike Williams, yeah, or Trevor Lawrence and Jalen Waddle? There you go. That's the answer. Yeah, that, no, that's why you, it's it's that's fair, but like it's still consistent though. I mean, you're I'm, I'm talking I'm just talking about Josh Allen. I don't yeah. care about the wide receivers. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are going to consistently. Put but on. what I'm saying is, so if. If you swapped out my picks and, and Sandstrom, who took Josh Allen one pick before me, so we're jumping ahead a little bit here, and he takes Waddle, I take Allen. Then <clears> instead <throat> of where he takes, where I take Trevor Lawrence, he takes Mike Williams. I see what, what you're saying. What, I, w- I would much rather run with Trevor Lawrence. I don't Lawrence think you would ever take Waddle. Mike Williams that high, though. Like you don't have to put a different wide receiver up there, like a Mike Evans. Like okay. the, Mike Williams ain't going to But, my, but my, no, Mike Evans is going last. And so the receivers that went around him were Mike Williams, Odell Beckham. Chris Olave. Uh, oh no. no, around Mike Williams. Around yeah. Mike Williams. So that's that's Brown. that's right where I got Trevor Lawrence. The guys were Oh gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It, it speaks I just I just don't hate the, the pick right there. I understand both sides of it. For me, I would much rather do what I do every time in a draft and give me someone like this this time. I took Kirk Cousins in the eighth round. Yeah. Our last round. I took my quarterback. Mr. Last. Irrelevant. That's what I do though. But, but I don't I don't have a I always find a quarterback that ends up getting ends up being a top eight ish quarterback with potential to do more. So while you're spending your second round pick on a quarterback, I'm going to get what on average it's like five to ten points less. Not even. Uh, it's lower than that. It's like about five points less over the course of a season. But the receiver that I can usually a receiver running back that I usually can get in the second or third round is going to vastly outperform whoever you're getting in the eighth round. No, I, I said, I'm not saying that I go and pick the quarterbacks around two. I have no problem with that. I usually go with your yeah. route and go take Kirk Cousins in the fucking 12th when no one's paying attention. And then I have a guy who's dropping 4,400 yards a season. I'd yeah, rather I do that. But, like, I don't hate these picks at all. Like, a lot yeah. of people do. So, I mean, we kind of jumped around. So, Ethan took Patrick Mahomes. Tyler, in between there, took Amon Ross St. Brown, which I think is a fantastic pick. A great PPR pick. pick. Excellent, excellent pick there. Nothing to even – no qualms about it whatsoever. And then, like we said, Sandstrom took Josh Allen to pair with Travis Kelsey, which is interesting. But, like I said, I like I like how we did this because everybody drafted a little bit of a different way. So, it gives gives you, like, almost 12 different views on how different people draft. Uh, then, Tom, you were up, and, well, you took Jalen Waddle. Kind of easy-peasy, right? Yeah, I, I hate the Dolphins, but I, I'm a big Waddle fan. Mm-hmm. I, think I have him in a couple leagues, and the guy just performs. So that gives Tom Chase and Waddle. And, Sam, you were up, and you had a couple options. So what were you thinking going into your second pick? So I rarely go running back, running back. But just the way that this – I was second pick, so it was coming back to me anyway. And I like that pool of receivers coming up, so I think I was going to get any of them. So mm-hmm. I'd take the running back up. I mean, I'm curious to see what you guys think about Josh Jacobs because obviously he has the upside. But there's a lot I love of, Josh Jacobs. A lot of unknowns with him. Right very, now. very good. 
I like I like I like your pick there. Don't get me wrong. Um, I know that he had this little tiff with the Raiders, the same way that every running back is going to have an issue with their team right now. But the Raiders are doing it differently than we just talked about the Colts. They said we're not trading him. He's our dude. He's I believe coming back. Like he's about to sign. Like he said he was going to play. So yes, said he was going to come back this week. So it's great. And what you did makes sense because if your plan was to take a second running back, regardless. You might as well take the one you absolutely want in case he you don't get him at the turn, exactly and then thinking. you can get any of the other receivers. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that. So then I came up, and historically, I mean, I already had it penciled in, but I changed up how I drafted literally on the fly. I was just going to take my – like I said, I take guys that are fun that I like. So I was going to take Alave and Devonta Smith and just walk out of there with my receivers. But I decided to switch up just a little bit because I was looking at it, and there was a lot of receivers left. And uh, because people took quarterbacks and whatever. So I was interested, I was interested to see what would end up coming back to me um, after this. So I ended up taking Mark Andrews, who is far and away the best tight end that isn't Travis Kelsey. And he's, you know, he's still going to get the bulk of the offense. Andrews always puts up a ton of points. So now I have, you know, now if nobody comes back that I really, really liked, I have a tight end advantage over most people. Like, like Tom, you're, you're starting Tyler Higby. Yep. Great. I have an advantage there if we if our teams meet up, you know, stuff like that. So I have no problem taking that. And then I looked at it and I was like, I like waiting. I was going to wait on one running back for sure. And I thought that I would be able to get pretty good receivers coming down the line. So and I knew I already knew I was taking quarterback last. So I was like, I'll take a running back here. So I took Joe Mixon, you know, give me the Cincinnati running back who's going to hopefully score bunches of touchdowns and in a good offense, et cetera, et cetera. So I have no problem with the pick taking it there. Um, it's a little different than I normally would have done, but I wanted to see how it shaked out or shakes out. So I don't have a problem with it, but you do. Yeah, I I don't love that those picks there. I think um, I like Andrews, but I I think the the gap between him and the next couple guys is, has shrunk. Um, they've added Zay Flowers and OBJ there um, to kind of uh, compete with targets. Rashad Bateman's still there. He was a first round pick a couple years ago. So I just don't know if Andrews is going to get the, the same target share as he used to. And Joe Mixon scares the hell out of me. Um, and everybody else, children. Yeah. So he, uh, <laughs> get off you his know, own. At the end of last year, uh, P. Ryan was playing as good, if not as, you know. And now him. he's not there. And But t- to me, he took a pay cut. I, I feel like he is possibly on his way out, and they might be kind of uh, phasing him out of the offense a little bit. So Couldn't I, disagree more. I'm, They're I'm staying going away to win from the Mixon. Super Bowl. They're trying to win the Super Bowl. They're going to use him as much as possible. They might just use him up and throw him away like the other guys are doing, like the Josh yeah. Jacobs and Jonathan Taylor scenarios. But right now it's just they're kind of Super Bowl or bust, so they're going to yeah, run them until the wheels fall I, I I think the wheels are already loose. They okay. better tighten those lug nuts. It's fine. <laughs> After this year, it's not my problem, so I don't care. I don't mind the mix and pick that, but. I think it's fine. But. Thank you, Sam. I think if you just went with your guy and taken Olave there and taken either one of them with Olave, I would have felt much better about it. That's fair. I, I'm not saying I, I disagree completely. Like I said, I was planning on doing it that way, and I decided to just switch it up to see what would happen. So I get both ways. Obviously, I was going to do it. But, Sam, you came up and you just snatched up Olave. That was pretty easy for me. So well, Let's yeah, keep going. Let's, let's, uh, let's just go over our teams now. Yeah, okay, so let's talk about our teams, and then we can talk about other picks that we like and didn't like. Sure. So, since Sam, you took Alave, and then Keenan Allen, and then Deontay Johnson. You took Deshaun Watson, 
That's fun. Yeah, well, I like that. Goddard at tight end in the seventh is pretty good. And then Camaro is your flex because why not? You know, absolutely. He was there. How do you like your team? Did it all shake out well for I you? I like my team. I think it, you know, you, you had those drafts where you hate your team. Yeah. I, I like this one. I think uh, I got a solid core. I mean, my running backs are top tier. And I think I have a solid receiving core. It's going three, four, five. Mm-hmm. I mean, Keenan Allen was like top five wide receiver when he came back from injury last year. Mm-hmm. Deontay Johnson's always solid. And a lot of he's got a high upside, so. Just got to keep Keenan Allen. Yeah, wait, healthy. Healthy. That's yeah, exactly. it. That's like my only reason why I stay away from him because I usually I, I love him. I think he is one of the top receivers, but man, he's always missing games. Yeah, that's true. And uh, Sean Watson, I mean, person aside, obviously, but um, <laughs> solid football player. Uh, he, uh, I mean, he, he was. He was. I, who knows what he is? Now. I think he's going to come back. A I think he's more a, this I year. Still, I still think he's a good quarterback. I think he's going to be a top ten quarterback. Well, you, I would hope so since you drafted him. Oh. <laughs> you should just go to the NFC. This guy is going to be about 20th best. I'll take I'm, him to the six. I wanted months. Lawrence, but I was sniped by Tom. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm, I'm fine with getting Deshaun Watson there. Mm-hmm. And then, I, again, like I said, I love your tight end for Goddard. He, I think he's really good. Yeah. I didn't realize he's like 29 already. How do yeah. you get so old? He's that old. old? Yeah. Right, exactly. Because he's behind Earth. Yeah, because Earth has been there. So he, he, he kind of was that extra guy for years. I thought he was a lot younger than that. It's not Ertz is, is still playing too. Yeah, yeah. He was well, had a good year last year yeah. until Kyler got hurt. Oh, he also got hurt. All right, so let's roast each other's team. So, Pat, how mm-hmm. do you feel about Sam's team? I like his team. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't like the Keenan Allen pick right there, just because I've been burned by him mm. in the past. Most most you of my most Rogers, of my oh my gosh, Rogers I am like a mother. spiteful <laughs> mother person. <laughs> Mother person, a little PG for you. Now I like his. I like. Uh, I like the Camara at the last uh, pick because he's gonna miss three games. But when he comes back, I feel like he's gonna still be like the Camara of old. Camara makes me laugh because there, there was this report that came out that doctors were like looking at his leg muscles, and one leg weighed like two more pounds than the other, and they like adjusted his muscle structure to like fix it, so he's not imbalanced. So he's gonna get How's his explosive. I have no idea. <laughs> it's just this most ridiculous thing. You can look it up, but. It's just crazy to like see that it's it's one of those typical off season things. We're like, oh, this might have been like why he's off, and he'll be back to normal, or like how he was. We'll see what happens. It's just funny. Um, all right, Patrick, tell me about your team then. Um, we all look like it's a roast Sam's team. Oh. You hate. We already talked about it. You said you liked Olave and all that stuff. Go ahead. Yeah, well, all right, like what do you want to do? Like roast so, so, I think the ceiling on that team is very high. I think that team could fall flat on its face and be the worst team. Are you? No, you're wrong. Josh, Josh, J- Josh Jacobs held out all offseason. Who knows what kind of shape he's going to be in. Kamara did not look good last year. He's being suspended for the first couple of weeks. He just fixed his legs. It's fine. Allegedly. <laughs> Deshaun Watson, the last time we saw him, he was getting outplayed by Jacoby Brissett. Um, Keenan Allen, like we said, is, is always hurt. Deontay Johnson scored zero touchdowns last year. Mm. And Christian McCaffrey was great last year, and I hope he is healthy because I love the guy, but he has an injury concern. The only guy that I feel is a safe pick there is Chris Olave, which means he's probably the only one to get hurt this year. <laughs> but I, I look at that team and I'm like, that team is could win the league and that team could finish yeah. him last. Okay. That's fair. Bye. Sorry, Sam. That's all right. It's a gamble. <laughs> all right, Patrick, you picked 12th at the turn. We know you had Adams and Henry. Who else did you take? Uh, I took Christian Watson. I, I like that pick right there. He's an up-and-coming wide receiver. He's going to get a lot of ter- a lot of burn on his team. I uh, okay. just had to hope that Jordan Love pans out uh, to the quarterback that I hope he's going to be. Um, took Jalen Hurts after that. I love the Jalen Hurts pick. I have him in our office league here. Yeah. Um, I think he has great upside. I uh, just had to keep him healthy, and I think he'll, you know, He'll be one of the top 
quarterbacks in the league. Uh, Drake London, who I probably wouldn't have taken in the past, but I just, I don't know. Uh, uh, At the time, maybe I I wanted George Pickens, but it went right before me, so I didn't get the opportunity. So I kind of scrambled scrambled and went Drake London. I was like, ah, Drake London. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, after I took Michael Pittman Jr., I really like him. Um, A really possessional wide receiver can really do well for me in the flex. And then I took David Njoku, who I do not like. It's just I needed a tight end. <laughs> I really – I took him in another league too because I didn't draft a tight end until late. So I took him. I was like, hey, you know what? Similar face, similar place. And then I went with DeAndre Swift at the uh, my last running back, which I really like that value. Yeah. Uh, being in the Philly offense, I feel like he's going to do very well. Uh, he, just, well he just has a battle with Kenneth Gainwell. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's going to be – that offense is going to be really good, and I feel like he's going to get the ball a lot in both the run and the pass game. I'm yeah, not- I do. I, I do like. I'm sorry, cutting you off, but You're good. I like how you you set up your draft where you basically took your RB two in the, in our last round here. Yeah, you and Garrett did the same thing where you both took your RB twos late. Mm-hmm. And he he took Pacheco. We'll talk about it too. It's so interesting because you look at it and you're like, well, your RB two is Andre Swift. Yeah, not bad at all. No, like, you know, not bad at all for an RB two, but um. You had so many more misses in oh between my those two. That <laughs> I know. I don't. I don't. In my opinion, I don't know. Shh, I, don't I don't like either. my draft that much, but it was. I was also trying to process orders while doing this. Oh, I was so. working while you guys were working. <laughs> yeah. right. It's not the same setting, but I'm not a huge fan of my draft. But that's you know, well. But, it it started out. You took two guys that are like as steady as can be with. Adams and yeah. Henry. Yeah, this, this is, is 2016. You're killing it. And then, yeah. and, and, then I, and then, like, you almost overcorrected and said, well, I'm going to take the upside of Watson and Drake London and Pittman. Um, right. I went old, like, and then I went really yeah, young. Yeah, it's it's kinda, yeah. So, it's – like, I, I like your team. I don't <laughs> – I don't like my team, so, I mean, you no, don't have to lie to me. About no, it. no. I, I think overall, like, looking at it, I think it's top half. I think that's a playoff team on a – out of this, but I'm not expecting it to win. No, me neither. You really think that's the playoff team? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, I think it's a bottom. I think Hurts is going to do well. I love. I I like Christian Watson. I don't like him in the third round. Um, when you could have been taking. Well, let's see. It was coming this way. So I was also. I was also it. going based off of who the best was available. I was keeping a tab um, right here. Uh, so I was marking yeah, down doing, who was being taken. So doing more than anybody else was doing. That's very true. Well, because I wasn't in the office, so I had yeah. to keep track of everybody. But Watts is still good. I mean, I, I, for me, I probably would have taken like Terry McLaurin there, but that's because that's dude I love. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is fantastic. Like I don't, I love that pick for you, even though you think he's gonna get hurt or whatever. I think you could end up with QB one, no problem. Drake London has upside. Plus, you got sniped on Pickens, so I get that. Yeah. Um, I love Michael Pittman Jr. as a player, but I don't like his situation right now because with Anthony Richardson, I don't know how that's going to work. So I'm a little scared on that. But Pittman's a really good player. Mm. So I like Richardson. It's not bad. I just don't know. I mean, whatever. What do, again, what do we know here? So, Sam, you like or hate Pat's team? Um, I'm indifferent. Oh, no, he doesn't like it. He's just being nice. <laughs> no, 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 I'm no indifferent. he's indifferent. Because um, I, think, I think I upgraded to indifferent while I was talking. Because I like I like the top two picks. I think Adams and Henry are solid. Um, I don't love Watson in the third round. I think you get great quarterback. Jalen mm-hmm. Hurts in the fourth. Um, Drake London, I don't love. Pittman could be could be a great pick. Could be another. Bad wide receiver. Uh, I like Swift in the eighth, so I think it's a, I think it's a solid team, but it's not like Swift he's finished eighth, seventh. Tom Swift in the eighth might be a very solid, like the most maybe the most value pick. We'll see. That'll be interesting. Yeah, I took, him, I took him late in all my other drafts too. 
Yeah. So I've, I've always felt like he was just going to be there. He's got great upside, so yeah. I think that's a great pick in the eighth. It was, be, it was between him and Kamara. Yeah, both both got good upside. And he took the guy not suspended three games. Right, yeah. that's why. All right, Tom, let's uh, let's do yours. Go over who you so, got. After so Chase I got Waddle. Chase Waddle, and then I went Najee Harris and Ramondi Stevenson. I got Chris Godwin, Trevor Lawrence, Cam Akers, and then Tyler Higby. A lot of Rams, bud. Two Ramses, which is probably too, too Two Rams, many. too many. <laughs> but uh, I, I was really happy. I was actually between Najee Harris and Stevenson with my third pick. Um, so to see him fall to me in the fourth, I was really happy about that. Um, I'm a Chris Godwin guy, uh, especially in PPR leagues. The guy catches a ton of passes. Last year was his first year back from uh, the ACL tear. And after the first handful of weeks, I think he uh, – was looking more like himself and who knows what Baker is going to be, but Tom Brady couldn't throw the ball more than like 12 yards last year. Mm-hmm. So I think he'll be a little bit more explosive. I was ecstatic to get Trevor Lawrence where I did. I was worried he was going to get sniped in front of me. Um, and then I would have done the Joe thing and just waited to the last round to take a quarterback. Um, Akers just, I think he's going to be a high volume guy um, with the Rams. And then Higby's another volume guy that other than Cooper cup, they don't really have much there in the passing game. I think they're going to be down a lot, so I think he's catch a ton of passes and get a lot of yards um, and some of it in garbage time. Yeah. I mean, your team has a really good quarterback, three really good receivers. Yeah. I mean, Najee Harris is not going to be as bad as he was last year. He just can't be. I just don't I just don't envision it. I just – I think, I, think, gonna be, I think he's going to be. I think he's going to have a great year. I think yeah. that offense is going to there might be a transition to yeah, sure. take a step forward. Stevenson, who knows? I mean, who knows with New England? Who knows with how their new offense is going to go? I mean, they have what's Zeke there now too, which probably is going to take away a little bit. But Manji's pretty good, and he was pretty good last year. And I guess you could almost say Zeke will be what Damian Harris was last year. So maybe it's going to be like the same thing. So if, in the fourth round, why not? Why not take the shot? Because you're looking for your RB two anyway. Um, I guess here's one question then. Would you rather have had Stevenson in the fourth or Swift in the or Pacheco in the eighth? Um so let's see who what receivers would have been available. Um I I think Swift in the eighth. I'm not a I'm still not sold on Pacheco. That's fair. Um I, I don't know, like who knows with Clyde Edwards Hilaire, but he's still there. They don't really run the ball a ton, and I think he caught teams a little bit off guard last year. Teams are going to be ready for him to run the ball. So I'm not I'm not as high as Pacheco, but I, I like Swift at, in the eighth round a lot. Um, if you could have told me that I could have got um, – so fourth round, if I would have taken Jerry Judy and got Swift instead of Stevenson and Akers, I might take that. Fair enough. Pat, how do you like Tom's team? Tom's probably one of my favorite teams on the board, honestly. I like the speed that he has on the team. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence is a great quarterback. I like the tight end pick late. Um, the first three picks are, um, I approve. Right. Uh, like I probably my favorite team on the board, honestly. Okay, Sam. Any other comments? Um, no, I think it's a great team. But I think there's a question mark at uh, running back there. I really don't know how Najee or Stevenson pans out. I, I'm trying to avoid both of them actually. Mm-hmm. Um, more so Ramondre just because who knows what Zeke's going to do. He's going to get the goal line looks. Obviously, Najee had that great rookie year, so he could pan out. Um, I don't know about Godwin this year. He's a, he's a question mark to me, too, because they'll, you know, no more Tom Brady. 
But uh, I love Trevor Lawrence in the six. Mm-hmm. And I actually re- really like Higby as the last tight end off the board. I think that's yeah. solid. My, sure. my only issue is Akers as the flex. Okay. So then we go to my team. Um, I kind of already talked about the Andrews and Mixon pick and what I, what I was thinking at the time with, you know, how I switched it up. I ended up getting my two receivers two rounds later. Um, I took Jerry Judy, who I still think is poised for a breakout year. He was doing well before injuries and stuff happened. I know Denver can be a mess, but now with, you know, the new regime in there, I kind of feel like he's due to pop, and that'd be really cool, obviously. But that's why I waited, and I'm cool with getting Jerry Judy. And then I took I took DeAndre Hopkins, who is still DeAndre Hopkins. I understand that he went to Tennessee, and everybody goes, ew, that's gross. They're just going to hand it to Henry all the time. Well, they're not signing DeAndre Hopkins if they're just going to run the ball all the time. Henry has definitely run the ball like 4,000 times every season, and eventually he's just going to get messed up. So I feel like they're going to throw the ball a little more than we're used to. I know they were definitely planning on it, and then Traylon Burks getting hurt probably messed that up a smidge, but I think Hopkins is going to get fed the ball a lot. I mean, he's easily the only target there that really matters. Um, He's going to get a ton of targets, which means he's going to get a ton of receptions and yards and touchdowns. Even when Arizona was bad and Kyler Murray was just – run around like a chick with his head cut off. Hopkins was one of the better receivers, you know, after his suspension and stuff. Like, he's a great player still, and people are just forgetting because he's had a couple of weird years, and if, I'm good with it. If you don't know Joe, Joe has loved Hopkins for We've won multiple many, championships many, 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 many years. <laughs> multiple championships we have won. <laughs> yeah, so if I get him as my wide receiver three, okay, that's cool. I have no problem taking Diop over Deontay Johnson or Chris Godwin. Obviously, I did it, so... I'm good with it. I have no problems there. James Cook is is a little slightly a homer pick, but I also think he's going to do really well for the Bills. So give me the run. It's same timidity with Mixon. Give me the running back in a high powered offense. Um, you know they're going to want to use him more. He can catch the ball. They're going to. It's he changed his number, so that always helps. Obviously, no. I plus it goes back to what I said earlier. I like having fun, players that I can have fun with and give me give me the running back for the Bills. I'll go nuts for it all the time. Right. I think he's you know he's better than like Devin Singletary was last year. Uh, I think John Dotson's very good and very underrated. Um, I think he's one of the better receivers that nobody's talking about. Um, I love this dude. I got him in as many leagues as I could. I traded traded him with Patrick in our Dynasty League. Um, I think Dotson's great. He runs tons of great routes, and I think he's really going to pop off this year. So I have no problem with him as my flex. And then, of course, at eight, I get the best quarterback in the league with Kirk Cousins. Um, <laughs> love it. Kirk's great. I mean, he's he's throwing to Jefferson Addison. You know, he's, he's got a great offense. Minnesota, Minnesota's TJ Hawkinson. Yes, exactly. He can play despite him being a weird old dad nerd. I get it. It's funny. I don't care. Kirk O'Chains, baby. I would rather take him in the eighth round than take anybody else in the second round. Easy. Because it's just consistency. And eventually, like I said, eventually he's going to get too old and whatever. But if he sucks, we move on to a different guy off the heap. I don't care. Give me Daniel Jones wasn't drafted. Maybe he's going to run more. Who cares? I can I can figure that out as I go. But mm-hmm. right now, I get Cousins. Plus, every time Justin Jefferson catches a touchdown, I get double the points. It's perfect for me. Yeah, you I, hate it. Go for it. No, I I really like Cook and Dotson. I'm I'm a big Dotson guy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all aboard the Sam Howell train. Yeah, let's um, go, Ty. Let's go. So I I like Dotson a lot. I I also like Terry McLaurin, like you said earlier. Um, so I like that pick. I think Cook's going to get opportunities on the offense. The only thing that is could potentially limit him is you have Josh Allen, Damian Harris probably taking touchdowns from him. But I do think he'll get a ton of touches. Um, I, I I don't like. It's not that I don't like your team, Joe. It's just I'm in 
38 leagues with you. It's completely different than what you're and used to. And it's not a Joe team. <laughs> it's so completely different. And I, so I look at it and I just, I'm like, you know, it's Jefferson. Okay, that's Joe's team. And then the rest of it, and then it ends with Kirk Cousins. So it's Joe's <laughs> team except in the middle. <laughs> I don't, I, I, dis- <laughs> I disagree with you on that point. DeAndre Hopkins look, is there. Look at our, look at our dynasty leagues. I have Mark Andrews in most of them. All right, Mixon's weird. I'll give you that. I have Judy in a few. I have Hopkins, obviously. Taking yeah. a bill. I think you're wrong. But <laughs> just taking a tight end early is weird for me. But I wanted to try it out because when you're mock drafting, that's what you should be doing. You're trying out different things. See if you like your team. If you do something, you know, from your norm. Because we all have our strategies that we just kind of stick to. We all have our tendencies. We kind of all do the same thing. We've been drafting teams for 100 years, it feels like. So, so this was actually great for me because I have a draft that I draft third in. Oh, perfect. So I, I actually wanted to do it. Right. He's going to try and take this team. So it's, it's, <laughs> instead of uh, instead of like trying something weird, I was like, I want to see like if I go with my strategy, how I want to do it, how it looked. Um, but, yeah, it, it's fun to, you know, Jeff in, in the office here has done like 406 mock drafts. He still sucks at fantasy somehow, so I don't get it. He used to be good. But he like picks like every single player he can in each spot and sees what happens to his team, and he's still not good at it, but he, he's done probably – like I said, a couple you, hundred. You can over-prepare for drafts. Yeah. That's why I tried it out, too. I tried to avoid it. It's great. Um, all right. Before, as we're going to wrap up here, we have other teams to talk about here. What other um, what other likes and dislikes do you have on the teams we didn't really focus on? I really like Tyler's team. I think yeah. Tyler has a really good team. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. His receivers are, uh, just so people know, his receivers are St. Brown, Devonta Smith, Terry McLaurin. His quarterback's Herbert. His running backs are Eckler and Alexander Madison, who's taking over in Minnesota. He also has Damian Pierce to back him up in the flex spot, too. His Dalton Schultz is his tight end in Houston, which is kind of a whatever. I know he's hoping for the PPR safety valve thing for Stroud. I get it. But, I mean, at the same time, he took his tight end in the eighth, so mm-hmm. it was like the best one remaining, except for maybe Higby. Um, yeah, I think Tyler has a, a good team there. Um, I, I am a little bit concerned with Madison. Um Really? More than I think he's good. I know. I th- probably more than most people. Uh, but overall, I like the team. I, Devonta Smith is a really good pick. Terry McLaurin's a really good pick. Herbert, where he got him, I, I like. I'm, I'm a Damian Pierce fan. I was in between Akers and Pierce for my pick. Mm-hmm. Um, so overall, I, I I do like Tyler's team. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, so Jeff's team is okay. I don't think it's the best team because of the Jonathan Taylor stuff. And like I said, who knows what's going to happen with Cup. I I. Hate Jeff's team. <laughs> so, hold on. So hold on. Let me let me get Didn't to what Smith I like. Jigba, uh, just get hurt, or he's well, at yeah. wrist surgery. Right. So yes, JSN got hurt, so he's having wrist surgery. He wasn't hurt at the time he drafted. Right. Him, so I didn't mind him in the eighth round. Dak is fine. He took his quarterback late. I love getting Brees Hall in the sixth because I think they're really going to use him. I think he's going to be good again. I know they everyone's like, oh my god, Delvin Cook, blah blah blah. Delvin Cook's there for the first couple weeks, and I think they're going to feed Brees more and more as the season goes on. So. You have to get into the playoffs, I guess. Brandon Ayuk is really good and underrated, so that's a great Spreads pick there. The and getting out. and getting Kittle as your tight end isn't a bad thing at all. Where it gets weird, of course, and this is why you hate it. You hate it because you don't want Jonathan Taylor. And Jameer Gibbs is weird because you know David Montgomery is there, but they didn't draft Gibbs in the first round like that to not use him. He can catch the ball. He can do everything. He's overshadowed a bit by B. John Robinson, so I think that's still kind of a sneaky good pick. But please tell me why you hate it so much. Um, so I, I like the cup pick, uh, John Taylor. I don't like, um, I understand taking Gibbs there, but if you looked, you know, the rest of the draft, there's so many good running backs. You could have got late and I would have like loved him to take T. Uh, Higgins. T Higgins there. Yeah. Um, I, 
I, I like Ayuk. I don't know if I'd like to have Kittle and Ayuk because I still don't know if I trust Brock Purdy to be the guy to sling the ball over the yard. Uh, so I don't like that. Brees Hall, I think he's a really, really good running back. But with, with Cook there now, I don't know how much how much they're going to share the rock. Dak is fine with where he took the quarterback. And JSN, I think, is a great dynasty player. He's still competing with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett this year uh, for, for touches. So I, I just think I look at that team, and I think that is not a playoff team at all. That's fair. Patrick, what do you like on here? Well, I said I like Tom's team earlier. Um, if I had to pick a second, to, like, we talked about Tyler's team, obviously. If I had to pick another one, I'd probably go with Rickety Crickets. Knicks. Okay. I don't mind his team. Um, I'm not a big fan of Justin Fields, but um, James Conner always seems to produce points somehow. I think Fryermuth is not a bad tight end that late. Um, I think the Steelers' offense is going to have a good year taking a step forward. Um, I don't mind Lazard, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think out of those, I I like Knicks a little bit. Started off hot with with Tyreek and Lamb. Mm-hmm. Aaron Jones, okay. Yeah, I mean, who knows? It's right. not bad. Like it's a solid running back. Maybe you don't want him to be your best running back. He's more. It'd be more comfortable if he was your RB2 at this point, but he'll still do really well. I like DJ Moore in Chicago and pairing him with Fields, which actually brings up my next question. How do you like I did it also with Minnesota earlier, but Tom, how do you feel when you comp- when you pair up a wide receiver and their quarterback? Are you a big fan of that or do you like to keep your guys separate? So I, I like doing that uh, when you can. I, I won't reach to make it happen, but I definitely don't not take a pick because I feel like that's gonna happen. Okay. Um I don't love taking the top running back and the top receiver on the same team because I think that you're basically limiting your upside per week because both guys usually aren't going to go off. Right. But for a quarterback wide receiver, I, I don't mind pairing it at all. All right. Mm-hmm. And then so he has so he's more fields, um, Aaron Jones, Lamb and Hill is looking really good. And I personally I think the wheels fall off a little. James Conner is your RB two. I don't love there were better options. Arizona's just going to be abysmal this year. And they want to be, and it's not going to be fun. And James Conner is a good, solid running back. I know he scored all those touchdowns not too long ago and all that stuff, but at the end of the day, what is Arizona really doing? But to your point, though, if they don't have an offense and are really throwing the ball, they're going to have to give it to somebody. So he's going to get yeah, fed. Yeah, the point is teams are going to put 11 in the box and just understand So we'll see what happens. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but like I said, I don't love it. I personally don't want to draft James Conner. Um, if you're drafting James Conner, you're feeling icky. You're not liking what you're doing here, and you know you're just doing it because it's desperation. He scores points, though. As <laughs> sure. your RB2, he gets points. It's Why not would... the worst. Sure, but it's not great either. No, um, of course not. Pat Fryermuth, I don't know. I mean, he's in that offense again. I think Kenny Pick is going to have a pretty good year. So, like, that's pretty good. Plus, he got a tight end later, pretty much after everybody else. So, it's there's a lot of upside there, I think. I think he could be a lot better than we've seen. But he could also just be kind of like – a dude, yeah, you know, and so I'm still scared. And Alan Lazard's whatever. He took him as his, his bonus guy. Lazard's in New York. Corey Davis retired. Aaron wanted him there, so he's going to use him. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's comfortable yeah. with him. So I bet I would bet Lazard has a pretty decent like beginning of the year, and then as he get Aaron gets more comfortable with everybody else, they might go his away from a little bit. In. Yeah, so let's see what with that. What do you got? So I got I got a team that if I could change one pick for them, I would love their team. Okay. And that's Dave. Yeah. If he could if he could have taken T. Higgins instead of Calvin Ridley, yep. 
I love that team. Chubb Pollard. Then you and he has Burrow, so you match Burrow with Higgins, who we just talked about. Uh, Tyler Lockett's another guy that just con- every year is consistent thousand yard receiver. Darren Waller now with the Giants. He's been looking good. I know last year. Last year, everyone thinks about he didn't play much. He was hurt. Two years before that, the guy was a top five tight end. Um, Gabe Davis, another guy people are a little bit down on. He's with the Bills offense. They're still going to throw the ball a lot. He's going to have tons of targets. And then you get Jordan Addison kind of as your, you know, your question mark, but you could pop off being maybe the number two there in Minnesota. I really like that team. If but I'm Ridley in the third round is is a reach for me. All right, fair enough. All right, before we wrap this up, is there anything else you guys see that you want to chat about? Everybody's no. just staring at the board. I love it. I love this part. It's great radio. Um, <laughs> no, I'm yeah. good, really. All right, fair enough. Not bad then. I'd also, I just wanted to give a little shout out to Mike's team. So he took Diggs and Barkley, but then he added Metcalf, Kyle Pitts, who can't possibly be as bad as he was last year, George Pickens, which is really nice. Got Javante Williams Love later. That pick. That's a great yeah, pick. A pick. Michael Thomas is allegedly healthy. And if he's anything like he used to be, that's a great pick. And then he took Jared Goff in the last round. And Goff was a great quarterback last year. Detroit's only getting better. So I think Mike has a sneaky good team that is mm-hmm. always going to be in every game he plays. Um, I, I don't want to give him props because he's been, he's been pumping his team since he drafted as the best team. But Garrett's team's pretty solid. Um, obviously, we talked Bijan Garrett, Wilson start. Uh, I like T. Higgins there. Amari Cooper. Um, Amari Cooper's another guy who just puts up points every year. Um, Evan Ingram's the interesting one. He took Evan Ingram a little early, tied up yeah. to Jacksonville, but Jacksonville seems to like him. They invested in him, and he's been performing well, and Lawrence is only going to get better and keep using him. So it took 52 years for Evan Ingram to live <laughs> up to that potential. We yeah. used to draft him for, you know, we are drafting like fourth overall for the Giants or out of tight ends, and yeah. it never panned out. And all of a sudden it's like, hey, Jacksonville's kind of doing great, and their offense is only getting better. Maybe yeah. this is going to be the year. So I like that as a sleeper pick. But yeah, go on. I, I think the the Lamar Jackson hate that Sam Spews has, has rubbed off on the office because I think him getting in the sixth round is lower than he should probably kind go. Steal, yep. um, Corlin Sutton's a guy I can't quit. I, I, every, oh, t- too, every, every time I look at his stats and you read about him, it's like the guy hasn't had a good year in three years, blah, blah, blah. But I just – but this is the year. Yeah, that's yeah, same logic, by the way. Yeah, I, I can't, he's due yeah, for he's a good year. I, I, I can't quit him. I'm not a uh, and then, like I said, I'm not a big Pacheco fan, but in that at that time, um, you know, it's fine. Yeah. I probably would have t- I would have taken uh, probably Kirk um, is other the late last round picks. I think I like him the best, but that's fine. Yeah, I, I agree with you on Sutton. I can't quit the dude either. And even next year when he's on a different team, I won't be able to quit him. <laughs> You're gonna quit him when he when you draft him and he gets you fucking eight points. When he's a Colt next year or something, I'll be like, yeah, this is this is it. Yeah, yeah he, I can't he's wait. Finally out of the system. Michael Pippen's gonna take guys. No, he's not. It's fine. All right, guys, thank you. This is I know the show's a little long, but we we're talking mock draft. I hope hopefully this helped you with your fantasy drafts that are coming up this weekend. Um, I don't know how many leagues you guys have been in, but I know for a fact that me and Tom have been in a thousand, um, a lot together. So like, I know he knows what he's talking about at least. Um, <laughs> Maybe we don't know anything, but it's fun to chat fantasy. It's fun to look at um, drafts. Like I said, I think we'll put this draft up on social media. You guys can rank what what you like best, what you didn't like, what picks you guys like. I think that'd be pretty fun. So we'll do something like that. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, the NFL season is going to be getting underway really soon, which means we're going to be ramping up all the NFL talk, all the card talk. You know, baseball playoffs aren't too far off, and before you know it, it'll be – It'll be October, and we'll have NHL and NBA back. So we're going to have a lot to talk about soon. Um, that's about it. Thanks for hanging out with our cool little mock draft special. It was a ton of fun. And, uh, again, if any news 
changed and we sound weird, it's because we did this a week in advance because, well, a few of us won't be here next week. So yeah. we're wrong because, well, we did this hmm. really early. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Sam, for coming in instead yeah, of working. Well. It was much better <laughs> for you, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you guys for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.